been waiting for this day for a long time. Oh, boy. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Disney Underground, your experimental podcast of tomorrow. This is episode 44, and today's date is July 19th, 2021. We have an awesome show for you guys today. It's a little different. We've got some special guests joining me, but no Dan, no Stephanie, no Joey or Sam this week. Uh, instead, we'll be joined by Morgan Stark from the Just Some Magic podcast. We'll also be joined by James from Hot Dogs at Disney on Instagram, and also from uh, Joel Bergman, and they'll be joining me on a portion of the Epcot Food and Wine Festival. We recorded a portion of it in the actual park, tasting some of the food around the world at some of the kiosks, and letting you know a little bit about what you guys can expect. Uh, We recorded about four or five uh, kiosks the first day, opening day, July 14th, and then on the 15th, I went back and I went to record some, and unfortunately, the ones I did the following day did not record right, and I actually have to re-review them in studio. So we're going to start first with the booths that we did on the 14th with Morgan Stark, James from Hot Dogs at Disney on Instagram, and Joel Bergman. Uh, Like I said, we have about four or five of them there, and then I will do the rest of them. We'll come back into the studio, and I will do the rest of them uh, from the studio and and give you guys just a, a recreation of what I said when I was in the park, tasting all the food that I got. Uh, overall, I think we stopped at about 15 booths, uh, five of which were on the 14th and 10 of which were throughout the whole day of the 15th. And again, we had a little bit of uh, technical difficulties in the park. And as it turned out, the the parts that we recorded in the park on the 15th did not come through. So recreating those from the studio. So let's go to Epcot. Okay, so we're at Epcot's Food and Wine Fest, me and Morgan Stark and Jessica, and we stopped at the Hawaii Pavilion first, or the Hawaii Kiosk. Uh, what did you get, Morgan? Well, I got the pork sliders, and it's it's very good. First off, I want to talk about the booth, though. These booths are not just your little cardboard things that they've used to have. It's a really, like, themed booth, so, if, like, seeing it from a distance, you know exactly what booth it is, and I really like the theming that they've done for this festival. It's like a hut. Yeah. It's like a hut you'd see in Hawaii. And, and tell them about the Remy's. Yes. So we found the first Remy. This is our first stop. And he's on top of the shack. We won't spoil all of them for you, but supposedly they're around everywhere. And I'm probably there's probably a scavenger hunt with like I, a map and a prize at the end of it, too. There should be. I think I'm actually going to just create my own if there's not. <laughs> perfect. So. Perfect. <laughs> so, yeah. So what did you get? The the pork sliders. And I recently, I'm usually only a chicken person, but I really like this pork slider. It's got like a Hawaiian roll type thing where it's kind of I don't want to say gooey is the, not the right word it's like sweet too sweet and then also it's very savory and I think tangy is a nice word like a hint of tang mm-hmm. and I don't want to say citrus I'm, I'm getting back into the food reviewing again I forgot my <laughs> adjectives that I can use pick from but <laughs> yeah what do you think 
I actually got the same thing, the slider, the pork slider, and it is, I like it a lot. Um, it's got the, uh, it's got like, like a tangy aioli sauce or something on it. Yeah. I got to look at the, at the thing, the, uh, the description a little better, but it's, yeah, it's like shredded pork and it's got some onions on there. It's on the King's Hawaiian roll with like a really just a tangy, sweet and, and, and savory at the same time sauce, uh, on it. Really good stuff. But, um, yeah, that's the, that's the Hawaiian kiosk. Again, it looks like a huge Hawaiian hut. It's beautiful looking. Got a nice Remy on top. And uh, some other things here too. They had a they had a, that sunrise uh, drink. Looks like it, so it has a grenadine based drink, um, pineapple and grenadine. And they also had um, the, the the hash again this year. I think they had that last year too. And uh, yeah, I, I I've been with the slider though because it's a pork slider. You can't pass that up. Right? I know, right? It's a good it's a good first solid stop for around the wrap around the world showcase. So there you go. definitely check it out. All right, guys. We'll see you at the next stop in a few minutes. All right, so we're at our second stop. We stopped in Germany, and we tried a little bit of everything as far as the, the food, and then we got attacked by crows. Um, I we had to move. <laughs> now, birds love me, so I think it's actually probably Morgan's fault. What? Because birds love me. I feed they them. sensed you that you were going to feed them. That's why they came over. It's not my fault. It's your fault because they knew you'd give them food. <laughs> so, all right, we, we tried a little bit of everything here. We tried the apple strudel. We tried the bratwurst. And what was the, what was the, it looks like oh, a table of rotten. Don't ask me to. <laughs> it was something noodle. It was, the pronunciation of it is um, to be determined. But it was like a cheesy noodle ham baked something. And I would describe it as like a baked mac and cheese with little ham bits in it. It's very bland. So I feel like it would be good for kids and like not adventurous eaters. And it was really heavy for like what it is. So I feel like it's a good bang for your buck. But if you're more of an adventurous eater, it's not going to satisfy you. It's going to be like, oh, it's kind of boring. I personally felt like it needed some more spices or something. But it's good for kids and people that are very picky i think cool and i had the bratwurst and i kind of say i kind of think the same thing about the bratwurst the pretzel bun i feel like last year they used a different pretzel bun because i remember liking it better um also same thing it, was, it wasn't bad it was good it just wasn't like spectacular like it wasn't like you know a seasoned bratwurst it was very thin too um it wasn't like a nice thick bratwurst uh the winner here i think is the apple strudel Yes, the apple strudel. It comes with the with the, the little vanilla cream on the side, and um, apples are like nice and crunchy and soft at the same time. Sweet cinnamon. I, to me, that was the winner here is the apple strudel. Yeah, I think that would be the only thing out of this that I would get again is the apple strudel. Yeah, I would actually come back for the apple strudel. Actually, mm-hmm. Jess, Make a did, special spot. Jess actually tried the apple strudel. Jess, what did you think of the apple strudel? It was tasty. You heard it all from Jess. It was tasty. <laughs> we'll see you at the next pavilion, guys. Thanks. Okay, so we stopped at our third pavilion, the Apple Seed Orchard, and we got a bunch of things here. And we're actually joined by Joel, who has been on the show before. Um, so I'm going to first off first. I tried the apple tart, and it's, to be honest, it's not bad. You can tell the apples are nice and fresh. They're crunchy, but not really a strong cinnamon or apple flavor. For some reason, it just didn't really... It didn't really it wasn't bad. It just the flavor wasn't really there for me. Um, and we also got the frozen apple pie which is kind of like a red apple pie slushy with uh would you like it's like like the the apple crumbs on top or like the 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 little crumbs on top and to be honest with you it just it was very bland it almost tastes like watered down apple juice with some crumbs on it um 
and I, I'll give that to, to Morgan because that was actually how Morgan described it. So I'm <laughs> taking over it, but it just, it's it's that's really all that you can say about it. Joel got a, a drink. He actually liked his, so we'll go let him go last. So we can leave it on a good note. But yeah, I was. I mean, it's nice because it's AC. The tables are really cool. It smells like apples in here. It's really cool. But the food was just bland to me, and I'm really disappointed. And we got the apple chips. We thought that was going to be a dish, and they just handed us a bag of of apple chips. So that was disappointing. But I'm going to let uh, Morgan explain. All right. So Gene already did a great job uh, describing all of it, but I agree with him. I just want to talk about the apple chips for a second. They tasted really good, but not for $4. When it's like a dollar bag of chips, normally they would get it like, you know, a concession stand or something. It was just so odd that they just handed that to us. Um, the apple tart, it was very good. I thought like it wasn't like Gene said, not a strong cinnamon flavor or apple flavor. It's just really like, again, this is for not adventurous people. Um, and the apple pie drink, again, watered down apple juice. But I think the best thing about the apple orchard is the AC, the dark, the quiet, and there's plenty of tables down here. So that is the best part of the apple orchard for sure. <laughs> so this is Joel, and uh, I got to try this wonderful cider out here, which to me, that's that's a lot to say because I, I think I've grown out of the cider age the second I hit 21 and, uh, you know, we were legally drinking because I think that's usually a thing when you did in college. Um, but this is, you know, to my Canadian brethren out there, this apple cider is just, it's delicious. It's not sour. It's not juicy. It's it's like a, like a good mix of like a Canadian hops along with a delicious sour apple. And I'm not sure about the alcohol content right now. We may be feeling this later today with the heat. Who knows? I got my cool towel on me. But until we hit that point, I mean, $9 for a 12-ounce pour at Disney for, like, a decent cider beer that's going to be refreshing. Can't go wrong. You really can't. So So we have a new development. (laughs) So the apple pie drink, as Joel was finishing his description, I got to the bottom of it. Yeah, what was that look on your face? It, It was... Oh my goodness. So the bottom, it's like an apple pie filling, but that's where all the flavor of the apple pie tart went is all at the bottom. So it was very concentrated and very sweet and tart. Yeah, and yeah, it's, it's wild. Like the, it was all watered down. So maybe they were just kind of when making this, they hoped that all the flavor would come from that. It's, yeah. Mm, I don't know, but it, it almost tastes like if you know you made a powdered drink and then you didn't mix the bottom, you get to the bottom, you're like, oh gosh, that's exactly the same thought that I had. It's not bad, but it's just a lot. So that's our new development, breaking news. <laughs> All right. And, and Jess, what did you have? What did you like? I had nothing. She had nothing. All right. We'll see you at the next stop. Okay, so we stopped at our fourth pavilion. This one was the Australia Pavilion, and I think we all liked everything that we got here pretty much. We tried the lamb dish, we tried the shrimp dish, and we tried the pavlova dish. I hope I'm saying that correctly. And uh, I'm going to start with Morgan first. And we actually, and we, I'm actually joined by by an, an, a new guest coming on today, and uh, you'll hear him again on our show in the future, doing some top fives. But uh, for now, let's let Morgan start with with her dish. So what did we get? The you had the, the pavlova. So we had the pavlova. <laughs> um, it was very good. I didn't know what, like, I saw it was a dessert. I'm usually not a dessert person. Um, I'm very picky. I don't like 
pastry type thing. Not that it was pastry, but it was very good. There was the fresh fruits and there was this like custardy sauce and this, what were the white things? Meringue. The meringue. I loved that. I had no idea what to expect with that. I very nervous eating, trying new foods, but that was very, very good. Um, I would get it again. And so far what we're finding out is all the best stuff is at the front of the world showcase. Also too, while we were waiting in line, we counted that nine. Oh my gosh. Turn around. That was wrong. Oh my gosh, they offered hitchhikes to the birds. The plague. Sorry, we're going to have to cut this out. The swarm of crows just came from Future World and now we're circling the World Showcase Lagoon. Like an attack. Like an attack. And now circling back. This is slightly scary. Okay. Boom. <laughs> cool, cool. So um, we found out while waiting in line that there are nine festival booths that will not be open to until October 1st. And so you guys are probably wondering why we're going around the world showcase and not having a lot to talk about. Well, there's not that many things open surprisingly. So we're excited for those to open, but yeah, I'll send it over to Gene. Great. Yeah. And that's, that is a little bit of a disappointment because there's a lot of things I think we want to try that aren't really, uh, open yet. Um, but the lamb in Australia was absolutely amazing. I, the only problem with it is it was, I wish it was bigger. I wish it was more, uh, more meat. Um, it's, it's like a, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's just basically like a little slice of, of, of lamb on, on the bone. Um, really good. 825. Um, like I said, just, I wish it was bigger. It was seasoned really well. It had, um, pomegranate seeds on it. Really, really good. And, um, I would, I, I would definitely stop here. So far, I think it's my favorite overall pavilion with everything that we've tried so far like as far as all the food at, at each pavilion i felt like everything here was really tasty um we also had the shrimp which jess actually had so she's going to make an appearance now to tell us about the shrimp jess huh the shrimp the shrimp was uh savory it was savory was it good mm, not so great not so great anything else you can offer about the shrimp that's it that's it we'll go to joel now uh oh wow uh so i've had the pavlova as well Pavlov, Pavlova, Pavlova, Pavlova. They they were saying it like so many different ways in the line that I'm now confused on how to say it. It just feels weird because I've said it so much now. It sounds like a weird word. Wow, like the custard, the berries, the strawberries, like everything. The meringue is just delicious, and I I've got no shame. I'd like the plate clean. So. I, I thought the it was almost like it had like a styrofoamy texture, the which sounds like it would be gross, but the oh, flavor no, the was really good. Totally the meringue, like that. It, it should be a little bit softer, but you know, but it was still good. Like it melted in your mouth after you bit into it. I think humidity really did it. Like the humidity kind of made it more styrofoamy. Okay, but that messes with a lot of the dishes out here. Like maybe later when we see the creme brulee, they brulee it, but then it'll be soggy by the time we get it. So hopefully they don't do that, and it's like we'll get like a really good dish, but it's hit or miss with them. So we'll see. All right, so then let's bring it over to James from Hot Dogs at Disney. He's joining us for a little bit today. What did, what did you get? What did you think? Hey, man. So from the Australia booth, I got uh, what you got, the roasted lamb chop. Uh, I'll read out the rest of the ingredients. Uh, it's sweet potato puree. It's a bushberry pea salad and pistachio pomegranate gremolata. And, uh, yeah, I had similar thoughts. It was really good. The flavor was great. Uh, it was seasoned well. And I was surprised, most meat dishes you get at Food & Wine, they can be a little dry. Uh, you don't know how long they're kind of sitting out for. And you get kind of tough and chewy, but this one was actually juicy and real easy to cut and real easy to eat. So um, as a first dish, this is one I kicked off with. Uh, yeah, it's a good start to the Food & Wine Fest. And I definitely uh, recommend it, especially if you like lamb. It you know, has a hair of a gamey taste to it, but I like that. But it's not overly gamey like a duck or anything. So give it a shot. And uh, yeah, big thumbs up. 
cool. Yeah, you know, I, I agree. I usually don't really go crazy for lamb because of the gaminess, but I really didn't think that was at all an issue with this at all. It was really tender and just really good. And I think the pomegranate seeds really added a nice, uh, a nice uh, flavor to it. So, um, all right. So I guess that's onto the next booth. Jess, you sure you don't want to add something about that shrimp? Yep. Nope, she's good. Okay, we'll see you at the next booth. Okay, so we're at the next booth. We're starting at Earth Eats, and it's hosted by Impossible. And we got a couple of the things here. Uh, we got some of the chili. We got some of the sliders. We got the chai tea. There's also a chai tea with whiskey. So we would try to all that. And you know what? I'm going to let Morgan go first with what she tried. I think you've been on, you've been at you first. You always are like, hey, you're going to go first. <laughs> okay, so we, I only tried the Impossible Burger Slider and it was delicious. Um, like Jane said, there's a wasabi cream on it and a spicy slaw and it wasn't too spicy and it wasn't the spicy it wasn't the type of spicy that is just heat and you're like my mouth is on fire like it actually tasted really good like it was like a spicy flavor so highly recommend for those adventurous type but again it's not don't be too intimidated by it like i was it was just the right amount so yeah actually and that's a that's really like kind of like the perfect thing what you just said because you got the flavor wasabi without like the extreme heat so i know a lot of people don't like wasabi because of how spicy it can be a lot of times this is like almost like the flavor which is a, a light spice kick so it was really like perfect and i thought the bun was actually really good i'm always leery sometimes about the buns in disney and um with different things and this the bun was good it didn't taste either sometimes the buns like i feel like the bread down here or at least with disney are always kind of like hard and like they it breaks apart this really didn't it actually we were able to cut them in half and, and kind of um and, and kind of split them up that way so it, i yeah i would try this impossible burger uh again and again and again um i definitely liked it a lot and then i also had the the spiced apple twinings of london chai tea which uh i had the non-alcoholic one which was really good it, it maybe one of the best apple things i had even even from the apple orchard i think it was even better than any of the stuff they had at the apple orchard i liked it a lot um and so you know what? let's go to <laughs> james and you had the chili what's up yeah it's james from hot dogs at disney uh, on instagram uh i tried both of the dishes here at uh earth eats uh the impossible uh burger slider um like everyone else said uh is awesome um i agree with gene on the buns uh, Disney buns are known for being dry at best, and uh, uh, this is actually really good. It's kind of fluffy and uh, sesame seed, so it's got a good flavor to it. Uh, the burger kind of has a char to it. It tastes like it's been grilled or something like that, and that makes all the difference with uh, Impossible Meats, where you know it feels like it's uh, tastes like it's been uh, done over a flame, and it really brings out the flavor. Uh, I will give my best in show today to the impossible three bean chili though this thing is amazing uh it tastes like just regular chili you wouldn't know the the difference if someone just handed you this and then afterwards told you it was uh, impossible meat uh yeah it just tastes like regular chili it's got a sort of sour cream uh creme fraiche or something on top and uh, then it's uh sprinkled with something like fritos uh, some kind of corn chip and some cheese which is probably i would imagine vegan cheese and uh yeah just killer uh out of everything i tried today the uh, three bean chili at earth eats is uh number one hands down cool well Joel. I guess I have to agree with that. I ain't got to try a chili, but uh, for any of the locals, if anyone's been to uh, STP, this would definitely be something that you've seen before. Like, because you got the Fritos in there, the chili, the beans, the cheese, the creme fraiche. It's, it looks amazing. I, I ain't got to try it, but it, it even looks really good. And the hamburger, wow. And 
I was never really like the plant, like the meat free kind of guy, like the meat substitute, like the chicken with the U that people give me your chicken. Uh, but yeah, if you hadn't told me this wasn't meat, you, you probably definitely have fooled me. And the wasabi aioli or remoulade that they're doing on there is so good. And the spicy, they say spicy slaw. What's really tasting much spice in it? Like, do you? No, yeah, it ain't get really spicy. It's flavor. It's like a kimchi, yeah. basically, yeah, like an Americanized kimchi. Yeah. But I got to try the uh, the the alcoholic uh, twinings tea. What what, what, were you, what was it called? The um, <laughs> uh, the spice apple twinings of London chai tea with whiskey, uh, whatever well whiskey they were using. Okay, fine with me. It blended well, like with the cinnamon and the tea and. Shockingly enough, as this drink died and the ice started melting it, it actually tastes even better. It almost felt like the flavors meddled together better with water in there. I think it kind of needs to be watered down. And when you guys try it, you're like, oh, man, this is overwhelming whiskey. Yeah, I, and I by it's the, very strong. By the time I got it, there's like all the ice melted. I'm like, no, no, this is perfect. So, I don't know, maybe I'm an old-fashioned. But, uh, like, still, like, amazing all the way around. This has got to be, like, one of the best ones. That's going to do it from Earth Eats. Um, we'll probably do some more, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Okay, guys, so we're back. I'm in the studio again. We did another, like, 10 booths on the 15th. We recorded them, and it, it just didn't come out right. So it was really bad audio, and just and, it, and some of them didn't come through good. So I just we just wanted to re-record it in the studio and just kind of go over some of the stuff we ate the following day. Um, and so I'll go booth by booth in the order in which we went, and I'll kind of just go over. I'll, I'll recreate the uh, the experience from, from the 15th. So uh, first stop we did that day was the Noodle Exchange. It's one of the new booths this year. There I got... The traditional spicy Vietnamese beef pho, shaved beef enoki mushrooms, and Thai basil. And it was definitely very good. Not, it wasn't so spicy. I thought it'd be spicier. It wasn't as spicy as I thought it would be. It was definitely very tasty. Very different from what I remember getting at most at most of the food and wine fests. Uh, I love this new booth. I hope they bring it back every year. I didn't try any of the other stuff. It was just too hot to really try any of the other soups. It was just it was awfully hot. It was it was in the 90s, and I just I, I couldn't really try. It. So I figured I'd try one of them there and. It was very good. Definitely worth the uh, the look. So stop by the Noodle Exchange for sure. It's definitely very good. Hopefully you guys will get a cool day when you go. This office goes to the fall. So there'll be other chances to get the noodles and not be in that insane heat. So it, it shouldn't be that bad later on in the year uh, as we go through the festival. Uh, second stop of the day, seventh overall, was the Shimmering Sips booth. And that's where you had just some desserts. I got the Shimmering Strawberry Soft Serve. And it comes in a waffle cone. Really good. I, I thought it was great. I, I loved it. It was uh, one of my favorite sweet treats of the whole festival. Phenomenal. It really was great. Nice strawberry flavor. Nice and smooth soft serve. The waffle cone was nice and crispy. Very good. I also got there the banana bread with the mixed berry compote. Banana bread was delicious. The banana was definitely, I thought it had a great flavor. Definitely, you know, some of the some of the other desserts, like I said, in the apple orchard, just didn't have that strong of an apple flavor. This had the banana flavor. This tasted like homemade banana bread to me. The, the mixed berry compote was phenomenal on it. Very good booth. You're not going to get anything savory here. It's going to be all sweet stuff, but very, very good. Filling, I didn't even, i be honest with you, I love, as much as I love the banana bread, I didn't eat the whole thing. I um, I shared it with somebody else. Just trying to save room to go to the, another bunch of booths throughout the day, so I didn't eat the whole thing, but it was worthy of eating the whole thing. The banana bread was very good. But again, the, stro the shimmering strawberry soft serve was delicious. From there, we ended up going backtracking and going back into Canada. Again, very hot, so I didn't do much here, but I really, since the 14th, 
the day before the opening, you know, on the opening day, I really wanted to try that Canadian cheddar bake and bacon soup. It looked great. It smelled great. And I just, I needed to try it. I knew it was super hot. You know, you don't, when it's that hot and you got hot dairy with the cheese, I knew it would be tough. I didn't, I didn't eat the whole thing. I got enough to know I liked it. I will definitely go back on a cooler day. Uh, But yes, the Canadian cheddar and bacon soup, phenomenal. Came with the pretzel roll. The pretzel roll's okay. I I feel like the pretzels weren't, the pretzel rolls this year and the pretzel buns weren't that great at the festival this year. I remember them being better last year from what I can remember. Um, This year, they, they, they were too like, I don't know, bready. They didn't really have that same texture or, or taste of a pretzel bun. It should have. But the soup itself, the cheddar and bacon soup was really good. Couldn't eat the whole thing. It was just way too hot to be able to do that. But I will be back and when it's a little bit cooler in the fall to hopefully get that again. Just too much to do in this heat. Uh, but very, very good. And then... We went to booth nine for the for the trip and third for the day to Greece. And we got the Spanakopita. Uh, I always have a problem saying that. I love it in New York when I get that. This was okay. The flavor was a little bit meh. It wasn't so flavorful. Uh, I, I like it. You know, I, I love it in general. I always have a problem, hard time saying it. I do love it typically. It was okay. It wasn't my favorite. Yeah, the flavor was just, it was a little boring. It was I'm gonna be honest. It was just a little boring. I, it just the, the it was the flaky crust was it held up. It was decent. It wasn't like it was soggy or anything. It, the, the the crust had a good texture. I just didn't think there was enough flavor in it with the, with the spinach. But um, so I wouldn't probably get this again. Again, I I typically love this dish when I go to Greek restaurants or just when I'm in New York and I get it up here. But it just didn't really do it for me at the Epcot Food and Wine Fest. Greek pavilion or the Greek booth. But again, you might like it. It's I, I like it to have a little bit stronger of a flavor. It just didn't really have it for me. So I probably won't get this one again. But from there, we went to the Japan booth and we got a couple things there. I'm sorry, I only got the one thing there. I only got the chicken, the teriyaki chicken bun, which is kind of like a bao bun. It was filled with teriyaki chicken and some veggies. Very, it's kind of got that sweetness from the teriyaki and the savory from the, the chicken itself and the veggies. Very good. I like this one a lot. I will probably get this one again. They had it last year, I'm pretty sure. I, I'm almost positive they had this one last year. And um, again, the sweet from the teriyaki, it's it's like a bao bun. It doesn't say bao bun in the description, but it's pretty much like a bao bun. And you know, it, it was very good. I wish it had a little more meat teriyaki chicken on the on the for the filling. Wasn't enough filling, I thought. It would have been nice to have a little bit more filling. But overall, it was pretty good. I will probably get this one again. I liked it. It was, uh, it, was it, it was fun. I like this one. I didn't try the other stuff. I'm not a big seafood guy, so I didn't try any of the other stuff in Japan. I did just, but I did, I did enjoy the 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 uh, teriyaki chicken bun. So it, it is worth getting. All right. From there, we went to Hops and Barley in the American Pavilion. I tried two things there. I was only going to get the one, um, but I, I figured I had to try the hot beef sandwich. It sounded good in theory, but when I saw the picture of it on the board, I was like, eh, I didn't know. I said, you know what? Let me at least try it. I was originally going to get the, the baked carrot cake, but I said, let me just try the hot beef sandwich, at least get a little bit of it and see how I feel about it. I wasn't really feeling it, to be honest with you. Uh, I had the horseradish cream on it with the pickled veggies. It, it wasn't, the you know, wasn't that great. It was kind of just didn't do it for me. I don't know. It wasn't. The, the, I mean, you could taste the horseradish cream and you could taste the veggies. It just didn't. It just wasn't hitting right. It just didn't. Wasn't a dish that I'll probably get again. Didn't really feel it. But what they did have was the baked carrot cake with the cream cheese icing. That was excellent. Delicious. Excellent. I would go back and get this. I will probably get this a couple more times before the end of the festival. Phenomenal. I loved it. It decent size, nice and filling. It was it was really really good. I really love the carrot cake there. I'm not a huge carrot cake guy in general, but this one was good. The flavor was good. I like the cream, the cream cheese icing on it. And again, it was a decent size of it. I will definitely be getting this again. Uh, it's in the hops and barley at the American Pavilion. Definitely get that. The hot beef sandwich, again, uh, I would skip that. You can spend your money better elsewhere throughout the festival on, on better um, choices. 
I just, I personally wouldn't get this one again. Just the flavor was Menza Menza. It just didn't, it wasn't worth it to me. There's so many other better options to get. And not only is it, you, you know, you want to spend your money elsewhere, you want to really the room in your stomach to try other foods throughout the, the other pavilions during the Food and Wine Fest. So don't lose, don't lose that, that special space in your stomach for better foods. All right. Now, after that, we went over to China. And in China, we got something that they pretty much have every year. The pan fried chicken dumplings. With the sweet and spicy uh, sauce, they, I feel like they have it at every festival. It seems like they have it all the time. I love it. I get it all the time. The way the the pan fried dumpling, the the sweet and sour sauce. I, I wish they just put a little more sweet and sour sauce on it because it's delicious. Uh, I must have gotten this to be honest with you. I actually got this on the on the 14th, the first day as well, but we weren't doing the reviewing on that. I got it back on the night of the 14th, the opening night, um, but we weren't doing any recording. And so I went back again on the on the 15th and got this again. I've gotten so far three times throughout the two days. I love, love, love the pan fried chicken dumplings in the China Pavilion. They're just phenomenal. Um, when I was also there, we also tried the, I'm, and I'm sure I'm pronouncing this right, the, the Zaran beef bao bun, and that's with grilled beef and cumin. And that was pretty good too. If I had to pick one or the other, it's pan fried chicken dumplings every single day of the week. But the beef bao bun was, it was definitely pretty good. I may get it again, but I'd probably want to leave more room in my stomach to just double up on the pan fried chicken dumplings because those are my, those are the things I get all the time. I love them. It's, they're probably one of my favorite all time dishes in in the food and wine festival. So from there, we then went to Mexico and I'm going to probably mess up some of the, I'm probably going to butcher some of this, the pronunciation of this. I wish my wife was here to explain it and say it a little better, or maybe even Sammy. They both have the perfect pronunciation for the for the Spanish language, but it was the, the chilaquiles con chorizo, which was uh, corn tortillas with salsa, verde, Monterey Jack, crema, queso, queso cortija, pickled onions, and chorizo. And um, this was good. It was okay. It was, uh, the flavor was a little blah. It, 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 you know, when you have something like this, you expect the flavor to be to hitch in the in the, in the tongue, and uh, it didn't really. It was good. Just I was expecting it to have more wow in the flavoring. But other than that, it was decent. I just probably again would want to leave more space for something else. I'm glad I tried it. I, I probably would try it again. I'd probably get the taco day ribeye, which we also got. I probably would get that if I had to pick one or the other. Uh, shaved ribeye, red onions, poblano peppers on a corn tortilla with salsa. In court, a cotija cheese. My only problem with this is not a big enough taco and not enough meat. I wish they had a little bit more of the shaved ribeye, but the flavor was really good. I enjoyed this one a lot. Just again, my only beef with that one is I wish it was bigger and more shaved ribeye, but the flavor was was spot on. I love the flavor of that. Very, very good. So from there, we went to the Swanky Saucy Swine. And to be honest, I was actually excited to try a couple of things there. Because uh, I heard so, I heard a lot of people on the 14th, because I didn't get to try this on the 14th, but I heard a lot of people raving about them on the 14th, and I was like, I got I to gotta get there. And I tried two things. I tried the crispy barbecue pork rinds with pimento cheese, and I also tried the roasted porchetta with the rosemary potatoes and the lemon and parsley salsa verde. Uh, so let's, let's go over the crispy barbecue pork rinds first. Not a fan. I did not like it. I did not like the pork rinds. The pimento cheese just it didn't hit at all. I was not feeling it. In fact, I, I'm going to be honest. I literally had two of the pork rinds with the cheese and... And just tossed it. I couldn't. I couldn't eat it. I just did not like it. Uh, nobody else. You know, I was with a couple other people to it, 
at, at when we were at the Swanky Saucy Swine, and none of us really liked it. And I was really disappointed because I was really excited to try it because I heard about four or five people just rave about it on the 14th. So I thought, oh, for sure I'll like this. And it just, it just, I didn't like it at all. It wasn't one of the things where it just, ah, oh, the flavor wasn't that great, or it just wasn't, it wasn't big enough, and I just don't want to take up space in my stomach. I actually just didn't like it at all. It was actually something I just, it was the only dish I could say I honestly disliked completely throughout the whole thing. Um, everything else I pretty much, I liked, I just maybe just didn't like it as much as I hoped. This year I disliked completely, and I might be in the minority, maybe it's just me. It seems like a lot of other people liked it. I just, I couldn't even, I couldn't even eat it. But let's go one step ahead. The roasted porchetta with the rosemary potatoes. I love this. It was delicious. The porchetta was good. The rosemary potatoes, great seasoning, great flavor. The lemon parsley salsa verde was just splashed on it. You got to like just, you just took every every potato and you, and you would take the potato and you'd get enough sauce on it with a little bit more of the, with the pork and you'd mix all the three of them up, all the three elements together. And it was very, very good. I, the potatoes weren't overcooked. They weren't undercooked. They were perfectly cooked. And the porchetta was really, really good. And the salsa verde, the lemon parsley, the lemon parsley salsa verde, it was it was perfect. It, it I, this was one of my favorite dishes of the whole thing. So swanky saucy swine, thumbs down on the pork rinds, but definitely a big thumbs up on the roasted porchetta. All right, I didn't do the France pavilion. I didn't do the the Italy pavilion. Uh, the French pavilion. Usually, I I'm not a big French food guy. Uh, I don't like escargot and a lot of the other stuff. The line seemed at the French pavilion to always be super long. I never had a chance really where I I just didn't want to wait on the line, especially for stuff I knew I wasn't really isn't really in my palate. I know I'm, I'm a big I'm not a big French food guy, and the lines were always so long. It just didn't make sense to me to, to stay on a line for something I just knew I wasn't really gonna feel. So I could review it, but it it might be great stuff for me. It's it's not in my wheelhouse on my palate. So I personally would probably not have liked it. And again, I could be in the minority on that. That's fine. It, I know a lot of people love the French food in, in Epcot. I'm just not a big fan of it. And I, so I, I just didn't want to waste my time on the line for something I knew I wasn't going to probably like. It wasn't for me. I also didn't go to the Italian pavilion. I typically don't, only because again, if you guys listen to the show enough, you know I am a super big Italian food snob. I'm, I'm from New York. You know, to me, there's not any better Italian food in the world other than Italy itself and New York. Sometimes I like to say I'm that arrogant. Maybe our food is even better in New York than it is in Italy. And I know that's funny. I'm just I'm just being funny on that. But sometimes I do feel that arrogant about our Italian food in New York. So I typically don't do the Italian pavilion during the festivals just because I know whatever it is is not going to – It's I don't want to waste room in my stomach for some other stuff that I could try that I know I'm, it's not going to compete with what I normally would eat for Italian food. So I did stop there. But my last stop for the day on the 15th was Flavors from Fire booth. This one, it's over by the test track area. Uh, so it's not in the world showcase. It's more of like towards future world. And we, we tried a little bit of everything on here. We tried the three dishes. Now, again, I didn't do most – I didn't really do much of the drinks throughout the whole thing. Um, not, you know, I, I'd rather have left room for the food and I didn't want to get tipsy by the end of the day. So I don't, I don't typically drink in the parks. So I didn't try any of that stuff, but here I got the corned beef corner root. I got the chimchurri up offense and I got the s'mores whoopie pie lawn as they call it. I guess, you know, it's, it's sponsored by the NFL. So they try to use uh, some NFL terms for it and stuff. So it was, it's, it was kind of fun how they did it. I, don't, I think if you're not a sports fan, you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get the cherry up offense. I get it. Hurry up offense on the two minute drills and the corner route is, you know, it's it's a route that a receiver would run and that's what that is. So I don't think if you're a football fan, you probably don't get them, but uh, that's what they are. Now, 
I actually liked everything in this. It might have been overall my favorite booth. I do say that a lot when I very, yeah, I'm a prisoner of the moment a lot of times, but this really was a great booth. Uh, the, the dessert was great and both of those meals were great. So I'll go over them individually. Uh, the corned beef corner route. It was smoked corned beef with crispy potatoes, cheese curds, pickled onions, and a beer cheese fondue. I loved it. It was a, they put a little too much of the, the beer cheese fondue. I guess most people would probably say they want as much of that as they can. I wish they just did a little bit less because it made it a little bit soggy. Now, I also didn't eat this one first. It was the one I ate second. So maybe it settled for a little bit. And by the time I ate it, it was a little bit soggier. So, I, you know, it might not be typically. Um, it was good. The flavor was good. I love the pickled onions on it. The beer cheese fondue, the flavor on that was great. Uh, I love corned beef. And it was it was really good, just a little soggier than I would have liked. But again, it could have been because I didn't eat it right away and it sat for a few minutes. That could be why. But it was good. The flavor was on point. Um, so then we go up to the chimichurri up offense. And that was charred chimichurri steak on a smoked corn cake with pickled vegetable slaw and cilantro aioli. This one was phenomenal. You actually, the, the chimichurri steak was really just super tender, super just the flavor was perfect. And it was on a, a smoked corn cake. When you broke up the corn cake, you actually had like pieces of corn in it and chunks. You found you actually tasted the chunks of corn. This was one of my favorite dishes of the whole festival. Uh, the flavor was perfect on the steak. It was per- cooked perfectly. Really, really good. I, I enjoyed this immensely. It was that good. I really, really enjoyed it. Now, the s'mores whoopie pylon. It's smoked chocolate cake, graham cracker, marshmallow, chocolate ganache, and candied bacon. And, you know, I didn't look at the the description of it before I ate it. And I remember when I was eating it, because I kind of thought it was what it was. I didn't notice the bacon until I was already eating it. And I was like, wow, wait. And I realized, is that bacon? Like, that's, is that bacon I'm eating? You know, because it gave it a nice little twist on the flavor. You have all this, so, this sweet, 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 sweet. And then they hit you with the salty with the with the candied bacon on it. And you have that little bit of savory on top of the upper part of the, the whoopie pie. Really just a phenomenal dessert. I know earlier I said the strawberry uh, dessert was one of my favorite, the strawberry soft serve. But I really, thinking about it, now that I'm getting to talk about this one again, this really might have been my favorite. It was really good. I know it's been a, it's in the festivals in the past. So this was one of the ones that they brought back that everybody loved. But again, top notch. The ganache was really good. It was like a, you know, it's like chocolate cake frosting. It was really, really just well done. Um, the marshmallow was great on it the like the, it was like the fluff uh the graham cracker it was it was it, it, the cram, you know some people like it when the graham cracker is extra crispy or and some people don't like it when it's soft it actually wasn't it was i would say it was soft but it wasn't hard either so it, that way you could break through it without it like breaking you know, like falling apart very 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 good i loved it this is something i will go back again i will get all three of these again throughout the festival numerous times um i will definitely be at flavors from fire booth quite often this year that will probably be the one i might even I mean, you might see me at that one the most. So yeah, so that's the 15 boots we tried. The only, my only negative part I would say about the, the festival this year was, in part, it was the saucy swine dish that I just didn't like. To me, that was the biggest thumbs down of the whole festival of everything I tried. Um, I'll probably try some more stuff as we go, and then maybe I'll, I'll report on those things later on on some of the other shows with the rest of the guys. But the only thing I really could say I, that I just didn't like was that. That was the only dish I really was like, well was a complete thumbs down for me is the pork rinds at the swanky saucy swine. The other thumbs down on, I really, I was really hoping that you would have a lot of the booths not be closed. And I felt like there was a lot of closed booths this year that weren't, you know, that I know they're coming in October and that's great to have something almost like a second part of the, of the festival, you know, change it up. So you're not, it's not the same food for three, you know, three months uh, that the festival lasts, but to have as many booths, I think it was nine that we counted. That was Morgan Stark, I believe that counted them. I think she said it was nine booths. Nine booths is a lot to not have. There was a lot of just walking past booths that weren't open. And besides that, it's an eyesore. You got these booths and they're kind of boarded up. 
I really, I really wish that that you know, if anything, just don't bring the booth out yet. You know, like bring them out October first because it's a little bit of a tease for people that are coming to to to, to do to, to do the food festival and they can't get to certain booths. You know, you have some people that might say, "Hey, I really want to chase what they're going to have in Spain this year," and they get here and you know they might only be here this week. They might not be back in November or October, and they might not have a chance to, to try it. You know, you know, later on, they're here now. So I felt bad for some of them, and I, and I know there was a couple people I heard that that said that you know. They wanted to try a couple of booths that they weren't going to be able to try now because, like, I think it was the Ireland booth. And there was a couple of the booths that they wanted to try that they knew they weren't going to be able to get to. It, so it was a shame that, you know, they weren't going to get to try it. But, again, I get having to hold off on certain things so you have something big to, to launch on the second half of the festival. But nine's a lot. Kind of wished it wasn't going to be as many. But, again, all in all... I thought there was a lot of good dishes. Uh, that would probably be my only real beef with the festival is that there was a lot of closed booths that weren't going to be ready until October. But if you take that out of the equation, I thought it was pretty good. I was I was content with everything I ate except for one dish is really the only dish that I could say I disliked. Other than that, if I didn't love the dish, it was still decent. So um, I think, you know, two thumbs up for the festival this year overall. And uh, yeah, so that's going to do it this week. Next week, we'll obviously be back to our regularly scheduled shows with Dan, Stephanie, Joey, and Sam. So just let me uh, say hello to them, and I'll see you guys next week. And also, I just want to thank Morgan Starr from the Just So Magic podcast. Uh, go check her out. Great podcast. And again, Morgan, thank you so much for joining me this week. I also want to say uh, thank James from Hot Dogs at Disney. Thank you for joining us this week. Guys, go check out his Instagram. Really funny content. He's got hot dogs all over the park. They're taking photos of hot dogs all over uh, the parks. Go check him out. He's a good dude. And also Joel Bergman. Thanks again for stopping by. And uh, guys, check him out on Instagram as well. He's a fun guy. Loves Disney. And uh, so I just want to say thank you to them. Also, make sure you guys check out Sammy and Joey at JSA Creations. They make the best ears in the business. Go check them out. And that's going to be at Instagram. It's going to be at JSA CR. 3-D-T-I-O-N-S. So go check them out. Also, go check out Dan and Stephanie at Rock and Roll DW. That's going to be R-O-C-K-N-R-O-L-L-D-W on Instagram. Go check them out. The Besteners of the Midwesterners. I love them. Uh, go check them out as well. All right. Also, we want to say thank you to our sponsor. The Disney Underground is proudly brought to you by Magical Travel by Brian. Contact Brian to help you book your next vacation. Magical Travel by Brian can help you not only book your next Disney vacation, but much, much more. He can also help you book your universal vacations, your all-inclusive Caribbean resorts, cruises, corporate travel. He can even help you book your destination wedding, even Disney destination weddings. You're going to get the best possible price on your next trip, and that's a promise. And you know what? If Dan was here, he'd tell you what their best serv- the best part about their services are, and he would say that they are free, and they are. So it's a no-brainer. Go check them out. It's a free service completely. It doesn't cost a cent. So for info, reach out to Magical Travel by Brian. You can check them out on their website, www.magicaltravelbybrian.com. You can email them at brian at magicaltravel.com, and you can reach them by phone, 1-800-883-1535, extension 55 which we like to say double nickel. And that's Brian spelt B-R-I-A-N. So make sure you go check him out. And uh, again, we'll see you next time. I want to say thank you so much, guys, for listening and, and getting our reviews on the on the film, on the the film Food and Wine Festival. I, again, I, I wish we could have had the, the, the recording from the 15th. I had to do it here. But hopefully you guys got some stuff out of it. And again, thank you to, to Morgan, James, and Joel. And until next time, have a great today, a better tomorrow. We'll see you next time. <laughs>